All right. I hope you guys are still with me. Um, if you're not, I'm sure I'll get a text message or something. But good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, uh, September 18th. cannot believe it's mid-September. Um, but we are on the WBBF call. Thank you, George. And we are going to go over some phone script training and also some how, ways to keep it simple. Because whenever you're, you know, setting appointments, the number one thing you've got to make sure you do is stay monotone. It's weird. I know I'd like to hear that it's weird, but the more monotone and simple you are, the more appointments you're going to book. Um, ask anybody who has a big weekend, like um, like a George Andershock or Jenny Patel uh, or Trina. Man, if you heard Trina on the phone, that would change your life because she's just so quiet, so steady, but then she books the most appointments at the end. So just stay very simple. Um, stick to the script, but don't, like, stick to it that hard that you don't, like, uh, differentiate from it. You've got to make it your own, but just stick to the structure of the script. Um, but before you even get to the phones, you got to make sure whenever you're in this business, um, you got to make sure why you're doing what you're doing. The last time um, Paul was in Louisville, he, at advanced training, he said, find out what you stand for. Uh, basically, what's your why? So why are you here? Why are you making these dials? Because I know every time I come across something I don't want to do in this business, which usually has to do with the phone, um, those same questions come into my head. Why are you doing this? Why are you here? Why? Um, so make sure those questions can be answered for you easily. I mean, it shouldn't be easy to find the answer, but once you do find it, it should, no matter what you're doing in this business after that, it should have the power to get your want to, to be greater than your, um, what is it called? Just make sure your want to is greater so that you can do whatever it is in this business, whether it's making dials to set appointments, recruiting dials, um, how to build a business, how, if something goes wrong, the way you handle it. Your want to should be so great that you get through anything in this business. And it should take you a minute or two to find your why. If not, let's just say you're more advanced in life than most people. Um, but you should know why you're here. So what is the goal? What are your top goals that you're run, wanting to get out of this? Why are you here? And how is that going to help you get to where you want to go? Because this should drive you every day to get up early. It should drive you every day to be the last one out of the office or the last one off the phone, whatever it is. Um, whenever you find out what your why is, I, I promise you it's not going to be about money either. Because don't get me wrong, when I first started, it was pr probably because I saw Jenny Patel making like 10K a week. I saw that and I was like, huh, this is interesting. And then I, like, just hung around. But once you hang around a little bit, you start figuring out you're not here for the money. Um, you're here for something bigger than what you thought. Uh, right now I'm finding out that I'm here to change my family's legacy, not just because of money, but to change our mindset. Um, if y'all don't know, I was not born here. I was <laughs> – my family and I are immigrants and when you're living or being raised as immigrants, um, you're just really living for survival. So once 
I realized I want to change, like, I want to be the person in my family that changes the course of everyone's life. That's when, that's when things got different. Um, I started taking this business a whole lot more serious. I started to, you know, do better on the numbers side, um, basically recruiting-wise. And then you just start seeing little changes here and there, the way you're talking, the way you start recruiting, the way um, – the way people start talking to you changes too. And you just, you know, you're taking it back and you're like, okay, I'm onto something now. Cause now you're fighting for something that's, that means something. It's not just putting money in your bank. It's changing your family's life. Or let's say you're, you know, married and have kids. You want to change their lives. Like Paul Roberts wanted to do that. Whatever it is, just know what it is so that every time those questions come around when you want to do something you don't want to do, because let's be honest, this business is all about doing things that get us out of our, our, out of our comfort zones. So if you have a strong why, you're going to get through those things. And that's why we see some people winning and some people giving up a little too soon. So just make sure you know why you're here. Um, that got a little deep, but it's necessary. <laughs> All right, so um, as far as, like, what your mindset goes whenever you're dialing, um, try to have the just a simple mindset. Like, if something's going wrong in your life, forget about it for at least the next two to three hours of your dial block. So make sure that you're not thinking about something you shouldn't be. Just think, oh, my gosh, I got so many responders on my desk. I need to call them, set appointments, and go take care of them. Um, responders are what we like to call leads because they are responding back to what we sent them and they're looking for help. So no matter what's going on in your life, first just block out everything else and, you know, just focus on the responders. Um, now when it comes to actually dialing, we all know that we're dialing through our leads. Excuse me. <clears throat> we're dialing through our leads and every number that you see, you dial three times. Um, you dial once, let it ring three times, hang up, wait five seconds, let it dial a second time, uh, go to the fourth ring, they don't answer, hang up, let it ring one last time, one third time, um, go until the voicemail, don't leave a voicemail, and then hang up. So if you see three different numbers on the lead and you have, they did not pick up at all, you should have made nine dials on that lead. So we dial every number three times, um, and if they don't pick up, you do not leave a voicemail. You just, you know, mark down how many dials you made and move on. Um, now, if they, see, if they do pick up, the first thing you want to say um, whenever they pick up the phone is say the person's name. Like, let's say I have a lead from Bob and Sue, and I hear a female voice when I call their number. I'm going to assume that it's Sue. So if I hear a hello and it's a female voice, I'm going to say Sue. Um, so that way she's prompted to say yes. Even though she doesn't know me or know my voice, because I said her name, she will say yes um, because it sounds like I know her. So whenever you're downloading, you don't want to dial and then say, hey, may I talk to Sue? No, they, they'll think you're a telemarketer. They'll hang up. Um, so right when people 
say hello, just assume it is the person that's on the lead, whether it's a male or female, make that judgment. <laughs> and then um, just say their name. And then once they say yes, you start going into the script. Now, hopefully everyone knows how to get to the phone script. If you don't, just ask your upline, and I'm sure they'll send you a copy. Um, but if they're not available, just go on NAAUniversity.com. Um, download the phone script, print it out, and that's really what we go off of. Now, the most, um, the biggest uh, objections you'll get are like, oh, I don't remember that. Um, we already got it taken care of. We're not interested anymore. Do you have to come out to the house? You can't just mail it and so on. So there's pretty much no objection that someone else in the company hasn't gone through. So if you think you're, you know, if you're frustrated with leads, if you're frustrated because you can't get enough, you know, appointments, just talk to somebody in the business. Talk to your upline. Talk to your grown upline. Um, like if, um, if you're on like, let's see, if you're on like Trina's team, but let's say Trina's busy, reach out to anybody else. Reach out to me. Reach out to George. Reach out to, um, you know, Jenny. Um, reach out to anybody. We're all here to help you. So let's say you're getting frustrated. You can't get enough appointments. Um, you can't, you know, seem to get someone on the phone. They keep hanging up on you. Just reach out to someone because I guarantee you they've gone through what you're going through. Um, but don't just sit there and get frustrated and just say, ah, oh, these leads don't work. Because, no, they work. People every weekend are making money off of these leads. So clearly it's not the leads. Uh, we just need to get more training under your belt, get you more um, prepared to handle objections, and then you'll start making money like everybody else. Um, so let's say we're going over, I'll go over mortgage protection, final expense, and a TV final expense, because those are our biggest, I think those are the main ones we get. But I'll hit different objections for each one. Um, so... Oh, and whenever you're getting an objection, don't get freaked out. Don't let your voice, you know, stutter or get high-pitched. Stay monotone. Stay relaxed. Stay cool. And I guarantee that's going to help you a lot more than you going, oh, okay. And then, you know, that's going to sound very obvious that you're surprised by it. Um, so whenever you get hit with an objection, just pause. Take a breath. Uh, don't pause too long, though. You're just going to stay calm, um, know what, like, acknowledge what they say, uh, ignore it, though, and move on with something, uh, with a question of your own. And I'll show you an example here. So let's say I'm looking at a mortgage protection lead from Bob and Sue. Um, they live in Dallas. Um, they're looking for mortgage protection, and I'm calling them during my 6 to 9 um, rally point in Louisville. So ring, ring, Hello? Bob? Yes? Hey, Bob. My name is Tanya. I'm giving you and Sue a call back from the Dallas County Mortgage Protection Center. Um, it looks like a little while back y'all had requested some information from us um, on your mortgage with, you know, capital lending for about $200,000, um, but I don't see that anybody got this information out to you. Is that correct, Bob? Um. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember doing anything with that. I don't think we want that anymore. We're good. Okay, great. That actually makes my job a whole lot easier, Bob. 
Uh, we just got to make sure this information gets out to the right place and we can close out your file. Um, I have you all down as Bob and Sue Jones. Is that correct? Yes. And y'all are at 123 Main Street there in Dallas, Texas. Is that right? Yeah, that's us. Okay. And it says on here that um, um, you guys have a loan of about 200000 with capital lending. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so it looks like I have the right information for you, Bob. Um, tell you what, we have someone who's going to be out near neck of the woods tomorrow um, around the morning and afternoon time. Uh, what what day is best to catch you guys, or what time of the day is best to catch you and Sue home so that we can drop this off and, you know, just get it closed out so you guys don't get these calls anymore? Um. I mean, do you have to come out to the house? You can just mail it. I wish I could mail it, Bob. It would make this process a whole lot easier. Um, but we did actually mail it to you already, and you guys had filled it out after reading it and then mailed it back to us. So now the next step is to just get you all get you all the information, and then we can actually close it out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So what time is best to? What time tomorrow would be best to catch y'all home after work? Um, we don't work. We don't we don't work. We're retired. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll put y'all down for about two PM tomorrow. Um now do y'all have any like doctors appointments, any grandbabies kit, ball games or anything? No, no, we'll be home. Okay. And Sue will be home as well? Yeah, she'll be here. Okay. Um now Bob, do you guys um is that one, two, three? Am I going to find that on the house, the mailbox, or on the curb? Mm, that's going to be on the house. Okay, on the house. And then is there anything that stands out about your house that I should know about, Bob? Uh, we have a porch swing, um, like a rocking swing on the on the front porch. Okay, okay, that's going to be easy to find. Um and then let's see. So I have you down at one, two, three. Bob, do me a favor and grab a pen and paper. I just want to give you my name and a confirmation number. That way, when I show up, you can verify um, who I am as well. Okay, hold on. Um, not everyone does the confirmation number, by the way, guys. I just like to do it because it kind of solidifies the appointment. And once they get a pen and paper and write down my name and a confirmation number, I tell them the time of the appointment, too, so they write that down, too. It just it makes their show ratio a little bit better because once I started doing this, my show ratio started getting a lot better. So they'll grab a pen and paper. They'll say, okay, go ahead. All right, Bob, so my name is Tanya. Um, your confirmation number is 330-679. Um, and we said tomorrow, what time did we say again? Uh, we said 2 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So he'll write down 2 p.m., my name, confirmation number, um, and I'm going to say, all right, Bob, I got you on my calendar for 2 tomorrow. Uh, just do me a favor, let Sue know. That way, you know, I don't want to catch her off guard or nothing. Um, and then I'll see you all tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. All right, see you then. Okay. And that's pretty much how that goes. Um, but let's say you have a final expense lead, um, and it's a TV final expense one. And let's say it was from a couple of months ago. That's why I say, um, you know, you guys had filled this out a, a while back. Just wanted to make sure you guys did get the information. Because some people have extreme FOMO, 
And if they find out that there was something that was supposed to be sent to them, information-wise or whatever, they'll get really, they'll, like, want you to go out there and get the information for them. Like, I've had multiple times where I've said that on an older lead, like Reworks, and it's been a while since someone's called them, right? So they'll say, no, no, I never got that information. Um, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, let me apologize first of all. Um, but I did want to make sure this gets taken care of for y'all, um, which is why I wanted to double check and give y'all a call this week. Um, and then just, you know, go into it. Um, that I find out, like, on reworks, that works a lot better than just using the normal script of not saying that um, and just trying to, like, tell them the information on there right away. Like, if you lead it, like, if you started off with, yeah, it's been a while back, they can't hit you with, oh, that was months ago. Yeah, and, and I see that here, and I'm so sorry about that. It looks like you guys requested the information a long time ago. We never got it to you. But I wanted to make sure this gets thoroughly, you know, done. So we can we can have someone out there and get you all the information tomorrow. There you go. Just go into the script again. Um, no matter what people tell you, like, there's some crazy stuff that people will tell you because people are crazy. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter. Whatever they say, just bring it back to just you want to just find out when they're home. Don't talk about what you're going to talk about on the appointment over the phone. Um, don't talk about anything else other than finding out who's going to be home, what time, and set the appointment. If you can't set the appointment, like let's say they're just having a bad day and they want to hang up on you, just make sure to verify the address so that if you do go door knock them and show them their handwriting, um, they're not going to, you know, at least you're going to be at the right house. Um, so let's go over a TV final expense one. So let's say I'm talking to um, to Bob, Bob White, and he had filled this out or seen our commercial, let's say, three months ago. Um, and he wanted some information. But he's been called and, you know, no one's been out there. So I'll call ring, 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 no answer. Ring, ring, hello, Bob? Yeah? Hey, Bob, my name is Tanya. I'm giving you a call from NAA Life. Um, it looks like a while back you saw our television commercial, and then you called into our office after watching it because um, they wanted some information on final expense, sir. Um, yeah, that was a while ago. I don't, it's not necessary anymore, though. Okay, good, good. I just want to make sure we did get this information out to the right place, though, um, so that we can close out this request. So I have you down as Bob White. Uh, yeah, that's me, but I don't want it. Did you not hear me? Oh, yeah, I heard you, sir. I just want to make sure we get this information out to the right place. Then we can stop these calls, and you won't, you know, need to hear from us again. Uh, we just need to fulfill this request. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I have you down at 123 Main Street, Bob. Yeah, that's right. Here in Dallas, sir. Okay, yes, that's right. Awesome. Um, so let's see, you wanted some information, final expense, um, you're here in Dallas, Bob White, and then we have someone who's going to be out in your neck of the woods tomorrow and Thursday, uh, wait, no, tomorrow and Friday, sorry. Um, so what, what day would be best to catch you home? Um, like, do you still work, Bob? Wait, why are you coming to the house? I thought you were just going to send it out. Oh, we are. Um, we're just going to get you the information, uh, make sure it goes to you and not your neighbor, because that does happen quite a bit. 
Um, that way we can make sure you get your information and we can close out your file. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so what day works better, tomorrow or Friday? Um, tomorrow is better. Okay, tomorrow. So tomorrow's Thursday. Um, I have some time in the morning and also in the afternoon. What time of the day works better for you, Bob? Let's go with the morning. Okay. So I have a 10 a.m. in the morning. I'll put you down for that. Um, now, is that one, two, three? Is your address pretty easy to find with the GPS, Bob? Yeah, I live right next to the, to the high school if you get lost. Okay. So what's the name of that high school? Uh, it's called the Colony High School. Okay. Good deal. And then is that one, two, three? Is that on the house, the mailbox, or on the curb? It's on the curb. Okay, on the curb. This isn't going to take very long, is it? Oh, no, sir. It's not going to take very long at all. Just going to get you the information, answer any questions that you have, and then I'll be on my way. Okay. All right. So do me a favor, Bob. Uh, grab a pen and paper. Just want to give you my name and a confirmation number. That way, when I do show up, you can verify who I am, too. Okay. Oh, and Bob, you're not, um, you don't have any, like, doctor's appointments or anything tomorrow in the morning? No, no, I have one at 3 p.m. tomorrow, so we should be fine. Okay, good. Um, and one other question I forgot to ask you, Bob. Um, is there anyone that you wanted there with you, like anyone who helps you make decisions that you would like there with you, like a son or a daughter? Um, no, no, it's just me and I make all my decisions. Okay, okay, good deal. Um, you ready? Yes, I have the pen and paper. Okay. So my name is Tanya. Your confirmation number is 330-679. And we said tomorrow morning at what time do we say again, Bob? We said 10 a.m. Okay, 10 a.m. All right. So tomorrow, which is Thursday, uh, September 19th, and we said 10 a.m. Okay, good deal. All right. Well, Bob, I'll see you tomorrow morning, um, get you that information, and then answer any questions that you have. Um, after that, I'll be on my way, so it won't take very long. Um, just uh, if anything happens, this is the number you can reach me on, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. See you then. All right. Now, if they do call you back, um, I don't ever answer those calls. I just go to the appointment. Um, chances are they're calling to cancel because they just don't want to deal with it. But we don't, like, if they do call, just don't answer. Show up anyways because they think it's going to be such a high-pressured sale, but really we're just there to help them. So don't listen to what people say or tell you. Just do what you got to do. Um, do what you were supposed to do. Just go to the appointment, show up, get them the information, get to know them, uh, understand what the situation is, and then call your upline from there. I guarantee you there's some way we can help them. If there's no way, we're just going to make a friend and then leave the house. And that's it. Um, or we might get some referrals because they see that we're not very much salesy or even insurance people at that point. Um, and then they'll give us names and numbers of their family or something because that's happened to me before where I went on an appointment. Um, there really was nothing I can do for this person because um, you know, they had some health issues, but they had already gotten a policy before their health issues, and nothing really made sense. Like, nothing financially made sense or even anything made sense for them to get. Um, so at that point, I, I said, you know, there's really nothing I can do that's better than what you've got right now. I wish there was, um, but I'm glad I came out here and met you. Um, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. Um, and then I asked her, has anybody set up your ERS system, your emergency response system? And she said no, 
So we ended up doing that, and I got referrals from the home um, because I asked that one simple question after, like, a lot of people would say, you know, did it make any money on that appointment? It was a waste of time. Nothing's ever a waste of time. Everything's an opportunity. You might think you're not going to make money right then and there, but I guarantee you if you set up an ERS system for that person, which is very important to do one, um, but you're also going to get people to help out afterwards. So take everything as an opportunity. Don't don't take it for granted. Um, and then you'll make a lot more money than you think you will. Um, so I just wanted to end. We're almost done. I just want to end with this one quote that I wrote, for, uh, that I read, that I wrote, <laughs> um, that I read last night. Um, so believe this, everything you need to be great is already inside you. All your ambitions and secrets, your darkest dreams, they're waiting for you to just let go. What's stopping you? Most people give up because everyone has told them what they can't do, and it's easier to stay safe in their comfort zone. So sit on the, so they sit on the fence, unable to decide, unable to act. But if you don't make a choice, the choice will be made for you. Um, it's time to stop listening to what others else say about you and telling you what to do, how to act, how to feel. Um, let your let them judge you by your results and not what by you say. So decide, commit, act, succeed, and repeat. That's what the top athletes of the U.S. do: is they decide, commit, act, succeed, and repeat. And I guarantee you, that's what everybody in business in the business world does. I guarantee you, that's what Andy Albright does. Um, honestly, this is, it's so simple. It's just a matter of getting, getting through your own head and not letting yourself stop yourself. Cause that's honestly the one thing. It's not the leap. It's not how the business is difficult. It's really just you getting in your own head and you getting in your own way. Um, Andy Albright has done this business. Paul Roberts has done this business. Stephen Davis has done this business. They're still succeeding. And Lampy has done this business in her second year and made a million. Like what? It's not. It's not the lead. It's not the business. It's you. You need to get out of your own way. I'm really speaking to myself about that. I'm sorry if that was too aggressive, y'all. Um, <laughs> but that's all I got. Uh, tune in tomorrow morning for some ATM training, and I'm out.